Hello everyone, welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Avid Kai, and I talk about how you can start, run, and sell a bootstrap business. This episode is called Building in Public, Balancing, Building, and Sharing. The following message is brought to you by Balsamic, the OG of low-fidelity wireframing tools. They have decided to sponsor the Bootstrap Founder community by donating their sponsored airtime to some of our listeners, and that is really nice. The guest sponsor this week is TypeSense. And TypeSense is a lightning-fast search engine, and it's built to be an open-source alternative to Algolia and an easier-to-use alternative to Elasticsearch. And that really appeals to me as a developer. Um, it's quite optimized, from what I've understood, for building search-as-you-type sub-50 millisecond search experiences for your websites and apps, while still prioritizing the ease of use and the low operational overhead. And TypeSense can be self-hosted or deployed on their managed SaaS offering, TypeSense Cloud. That's a good bit of choice right there. And TypeSense's goal is to reduce the time to market for building a fast, robust search experience. And a search as you type feature on your site or app with TypeSense. That is really, really useful for any kind of content business out there. So please take a look at it at typesense.org. And thank you again for to Balsamic for generously supporting my listeners this way. It's really, really sweet. If you'd like to receive a promo code for Balsamic, go to balsamic.com slash go slash bootstrap dash founder. And now let's get started. One of the major problems that build in public novices face is how to split their attention between creating their product and talking about their journey. How much do you build before you tell your audience? And how much should you talk the talk before you walk the walk? Always an important question and distinction to understand. The first step to finding answers to these questions is to understand that these are related and connected activities. Without building, you wouldn't have much to share. And without sharing, you'd build on potentially invalid assumptions. Building and sharing are not distinct, but symbiotic as they establish a feedback cycle. You listen to your audience, they express a need, you build a solution, they start using it, you adjust, they express more needs, and the circle begins again. You learn, you act, you understand, you share, and you learn some more. There's a line from Phil Collins' song, Son of Man, from the Tarzan original soundtrack that I really like that fits in here. And it's, quote, in learning you will teach, and in teaching you will learn. And this describes the whole process of building in public really well. This learn-teach loop is incredibly powerful for building in public. In fact, it's the central mechanism of those who built in public successfully. It's the ultimate feedback loop. If you learn something while you're building, then you share it in public. Through that, you will teach at scale. You will reach hundreds, if not thousands of interested and engaged followers. And while you teach something, others will learn and then engage with you. From that, you will learn more either about them or about their needs or the opportunities in the space. And that then triggers opportunities for you to build something. And if you keep the cycle going, you'll never run out of things to share or opportunities to build. So when do you build and when do you share? The balance between doing and talking is something unique to every journey. There's no static ratio as the learn-teach loop is cyclical, but not like clockwork. It's not repeating every couple days. Sometimes you spend days, maybe weeks building, 
and other times you share and interact with your audience much more than you build. It comes in waves, yet there's no calendar like the one we have for tides. Like I said, it's cyclical, but each cycle has a different shape. And building allows for sharing, and sharing allows for building. It's not about a ratio, it's about keeping the loop going. Just be flexible there. Share when you have something to share, and build when you're eager to make something happen. It's all at your discretion anyway, and any action you take should always be taken to keep the loop going. So don't build for the sake of building and don't share for the sake of sharing, but keep the loop going. Get to the next stage and then do the loop over once again. So now what's worth sharing and what's worth building? That's one of the other central questions of um, building in public. So let's take a look at the sharing part first. What's worth sharing? Anything you share should be interesting, insightful, and instructive. If you hit all three, you'll have an incredible build in public post or share. Look at it from the perspective of your audience. If they read your update, is there anything to learn from that? Can they see that your persistence has paid off? Or can they see that the choice you made a while ago is working out for you? Or maybe just as interestingly, failed to produce results? That's what matters. The people who follow your journey want you to share, but they want you to share something so they can learn. There's a selfish component to being in someone's audience. I know that because I'm in a lot of audiences of other people that I admire so I can learn from them. Always consider how you can satisfy that selfish desire to grow through your content. And what is it about the thing that you're talking about that can be applied to someone else's journey? That's what you need to find out and that's what you need to share. Now, to the problem of what to build, what's good to build will be absolutely unique to your business and as long as you notice a real critical problem in your audience it's worth thinking of a solution to it or as as your product right you can as long as you notice a critical problem you can consider this a potential product or feature use breakout conversations to determine the quality of the problem you perceive if you can do this in public even better just talk to people and figure out if the thing they were complaining about or the thing that they were talking about is worth following up on. And this public scrutiny of such a conversation, if you do this in public, if, you, if you're on Twitter and somebody complains about a problem and you follow up and ask them, well, what's the source of this problem? How do you currently remedy it and all that? The public scrutiny around this conversation, other people watching and figuring out that you're learning something and them learning some something for themselves as well, they will quickly point out logic errors or misguided assumptions, either on your end or on the end of the person complaining. It's, it's really nice to do this in public because you get the, immediately a, a feedback from other people surrounding the conversation. And that's the immediate feedback loop that powers all building in public. There's a benevolent audience somewhere that has goals that align with yours. They want their problems solved. You want to solve their problems. And they will be quick to help both to solve the problem and for you to become a better entrepreneur. They're willing to learn from you and then share their insights and opinions to allow you to build so that you can teach them what you learned throughout your journey. Again, here's the cycle, right? There's the learn-teach cycle and your audience is an integral part of it. They want you to learn so you can teach so they can learn. And there's a central problem here that I want to talk about and it's the attention threshold. And that's a perception problem. It often feels like you're screaming into the void. And sharing when you don't have many followers 
often feels pointless, and I think it's okay to feel that way because we all start there. It's an uphill battle to find any audience anywhere, and only those who persist eventually persevere. That's because for a journey to matter, both to your audience members and to anybody else, they need to be invested in it. Building that investment naturally takes time. In fact, I think it takes action over time, not just time. And it takes your action over time while they are watching and waiting and judging and hopefully learning. So I know that this threshold feels like it's super hard to reach, but it just takes time and consistent work. So consider that you're always serving the audience you have right now. Don't think of an audience you might have in a year and serve them. They're not here yet. The people who are currently listening, if it's just 10 people or 100 people or 1,000 people or 10,000 people, doesn't matter. Those are your current people that you want to serve and empower. Your expectations should grow with the number of eyeballs on, eyeballs on your journey, right? It's If only a handful of people are following your journey, you can expect to have hundreds of likes or retweets on your updates, but you can be grateful for the fact that you have a handful of people interested in your journey in the first place. You can show that gratitude by sharing your story with them, not with anybody else, but with the people who are already there and not with the audience you think you ought to have. And there, there's a German saying, there always is a German saying, that describes this initial part of your journey very aptly. And it's Lehrjahre sind keine Herrenjahre. That phrase translates into when you're getting started, you'll have to endure some hardship. That's part of that part of the journey. And reaching the attention threshold, the point where everything you say finds some sort of engagement, is a long-term goal. You can only get there by sharing your story consistently for people to invest in. And by consistent, and I'll talk about this a couple of weeks from now, I guess, I don't mean every minute of every day, but reliably. Building in public is about creating long-term trust in an authentic, audience-centric way. So be there for the people that are already interested because they will attract more people by their actions. You don't need to do that. Your audience can grow by itself. And be authentic, be yourself. Don't bend yourself to reach more people. Just be yourself, and that will be attractive enough. And like I said, consistency is important, but it doesn't mean like you're, you're an automaton. You're not a machine. There will be days when you think you have nothing to share. And that is okay. When in doubt, just err on the side of building. I think it's better to focus on creating something meaningful than to share something without meaning. And if you have nothing to share, just build something and then talk about it. That is something to share. And don't force yourself to just share something when you don't have anything interesting, insightful, or instructive. Instead, go one step back in the loop and engage with people where they're already having conversations and find something that you can help them with. Work on that and then take your learnings from the project to craft engaging content to share later. And if you have nothing to build, it's the same solution. You reach out and learn from your audience, you build something, create something for them, and then you share what you did and teach what you learned. As long as you keep this learn-teach loop going, your building and public journey will attract more people. Every time you go from learning to teaching and back, your momentum will signal to your community that you have something interesting going on. By involving your ever-growing audience, you will find the right cadence between building and sharing 
that'll work for your unique circumstances. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Avid Kahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. You can check out the blog at thebootstrapfounder.com. You can find my book, Zero to Sold, at zerotosold.com and The Embedded Entrepreneur at embeddedentrepreneur.com. If you got any questions about this episode, reach out on Twitter or send an email to arvid at thebootstrappedfounder.com. If you want to support me in the Bootstrap Founder Podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.